Yes. Hello, everyone. Welcome to 10 Minutes Astrology. Once a week, me and Alejo will share our uh, experience. Hi, everyone. How are you? Well, I'm very well. Alejo, how are you? <laughs> I'm sorry I interrupted. I think that's a tiny bit of delay. So I thought you were doing a pause for me to say something. <laughs> 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 well, that is very irregular, and that kind of a confused fit into today's topic, right? <laughs> yeah, actually, yes. Today's topic is about confusion. Yes. Yeah, it's a very, very confusion. So if you are wondering what are we going to talk about, and if you are not sure about what, we're talking, what are we talking about, and even if you are not, if you're wondering who we are, and yes, that's totally planned to that planet. So Alejo, well, before we start, I know today is like a little bit of all around the place, but let's do this. So Alejo, I think I heard about you have a, a coming up coming up event. Yes. Could so on Thursday, basically tomorrow, we're going to have, I'm, I'm part of a summit that was um, organized by Bruja, by uh, Wendy, and, she, and it's called the Bruja Summit. Basically, it's about all of these kind of different practices you can do um, to make your place a sacred place. So Ooh. a lot of witches have invited to talk like how to do your place a sacred place through rituals and chantings and enchantments and these kind of things. And I was invited to talk about how to make your place a sacred place through astrology. So I'm going to be talking about local space. Astrology. Wow, yeah. that is fantastic. Yeah, I'm very excited because it's a very different kind of community that I, I usually talk to. Yeah. So I'm very interested in seeing how it goes, how it turns out. Yes. Oh, God, I like it. Especially when you say Bruja, I say, oh, it sounds familiar. This vocabulary sounds very familiar. <laughs> so it's a witch <laughs> in Spanish, right? Bruja. Is it? Yes, Bruja is witch in Spanish because Wendy, um, she's um, a descendant from lineage of witches from Mexico and oh. shamans. Yes. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so thank you, Alain, for sharing this. And uh, I'm really, if I have time, I really want to join that because that always been so interesting. So, everyone, if you are interested about the how to create your sacred place, uh, with astrology, with the local space, with uh, yeah. So please go to go to the find the 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 Blue Heart Summit, and then you can find Alejo there. So today we are we're yeah. talking about if, come. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, if you want to sign up, you should go to my Instagram, Liminal Cosmos, and from there you're gonna see the post where I talk about it, and you're gonna see the link. So yes, thank you, Alejo. So it's for free, to... by the way. It's free. Oh. Free. We all like free. Come on, free talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. I'll stop talking now. Yes. No, no, it's not stop talking now. But we are just a, we we are just kind of a channeling today's uh, topic energy. I think so. We are kind of and also I'm not used to this space at this moment. I'm in Taipei and I I borrow a little office from Yavita. So I, I think it's not the usual mm -hmm. environment. I'm still trying to adopt it. And also the internet is a, a bit unstable because I just noticed that they keep showing your internet is not stable. <laughs> 
So bear with us, please. Yeah. And I promise next time when we record, I will back to London and the, the Wi-Fi will be better. <laughs> yeah, All right. Like, so okay. today, today we're going to talk about a planet keep confusing us. And maybe that's because cause of this, all these kinds of things is Alejo. The planet Neptune. Neptune. The Lord of the Sea. Lord of Sea. I have the confess. I have um, Neptune Saturn aspect and the Neptune Mercury aspect. Ah. In my natal chart, and I will share with everyone. I never say. I I think I never tell anyone this openly. When I was a kid, I think I was maybe, maybe uh eight or nine years old and uh, i like mm -hmm. to i like pretend i'm a journalist and mm -hmm. then i'm going to do the interview or announce the news and guess what i call myself what's the news i call myself <laughs> and i haven't learned as charge at that time neptune news oh wow nice <laughs> that was so nice. interesting, interesting. I, yeah, and of course, I don't know astrology at that moment, but when I grow up, when I see that Mercury, Neptune, and Saturn, I say, I always remember, I say, my, my, my news station is a Neptune news. <laughs> mm, nice, yeah. I have Neptune conjunct my south node, uh -huh. and I keep saying I'm not intuitive, and people are like, when they look at my chart, they're like, you should you, be intuitive. You are not intuitive. <laughs> Yeah, you are not. Which is South Node. You, you, you born that way. You are intuitive itself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't know. Anyway, yes. so let's yes. go to Neptune. Exactly, please. So, uh, Neptune, like we were saying, is a planet of confusion, and it's a planet of that has to do with dissolving boundaries. So, Neptune is aspecting a planet. What it's going to do is to dissolve the functions of that planet. It's going to make it more blurry, confusing, uh, imaginative, subtle, um, and perhaps vulnerable. And I would say it's going to bring this sense of, um, you know, Neptune sometimes related with the idea of sacrifice. So perhaps something about the way we are used to working with that planet needs to be sacrificed. And in our culture, I was in our culture to me to sacrifice me to kind of let go of something that you like, but in origin, sacrifice means to make sacred. So it's something about the planets that Neptune are touching are asked to be performed in a sacred way, in a way that it's mm -hmm. uh, special, that it's important, and that it's uh, focusing on something greater than ourselves. I would say something like that. What do you think? Yeah, um, one thing I like to add it on because... Uh, Maybe it's because the word of, of sacrifice scare people, scare some people. And if you have that type of a dream of a little mermaid, <laughs> then you were thinking about sacrifice mm. so beautiful. Apart from those type of teenagers, everyone else, when they heard about that, I have sacrificed, why? Why should I? Why should I? Why is me? But... Let me point out, because usually when my client or my student mentioned about their sacrifice and they use that word about the, the suffering or, or they give 
give away so much. And then they, they, they just like make, just only focus on that. I say, you should understand that the world of sacrifice, usually because you're willing to give things away in order to take things, a bigger picture, in order to, mm. to earn something more important, in order to take something back, to exchange for something big. For example, when we make the offer in the temple, we make an offer in the temple, we pray for like a safe, like a happiness, like a good house. Or we, or the, the, in the huge ceremony, you sacrifice the, the cattle or pig or goat, and we pray for something else. So usually people focus on the, the part of a sacrifice and they just see the things they give away, but that they haven't noticed. They are expecting something coming back. And uh, yeah. that would be the things we, I, I usually point, I usually help them to see, have you get that things back? Or when you sacrifice something, have you get something back? And what do you get back? And usually people are quite happy when they realize, oh yes, I do have something back. That, that is the only thing I'm going yeah. to, you know, when I work with the sacrifice, usually because I know how scary people could be when they heard about the sacrifice. Nice, interesting, yeah. Great way of seeing it, yeah. So, should we move to an ch example chart today? Yes, let's. And it's one of my favorite charts, of course. Oh, it's one of my well, idols. Your idol. Well, he, I, I feel this person is fascinating. Yeah, Carl Jung. Could you give us a little bit of background? So Carl Jung, so basically he's a psychologist, he studied, uh, he was a doctor, he was a psychiatrist and he studied psychology and he uh, started reading the work of Freud while he was working in this um, institution that I now I forgot the name, sorry. And he was doing this work on checking how much time people took to respond to the of stimuli different kind of words and he realized that when the word was symbolically significant for the person they could take longer to respond so for instance i would have a list of words like brother father kitchen uh, tree uh, i don't know sun moon and every time i say a word you need to 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 give me an adjective back and he realized that when the word was meaningful meaning that it it touched some kind of inner unconscious content, people would take longer to, to come back with an adjective. And so he started researching the unconscious. And then after a lot of research, uh, he became, he, he described this idea, which is um, the idea of the process of individuation, which means rip yourself off the collective unconscious, I don't know if rip yourself off is the right word, to be aware of how much of your identity is filled with images from the collective unconscious, to separate yourself from the mass and become an individual by integrating the whole of yourself, all of your inner polarities, let's say. Wow. And a lot of words that he used, we use today, like introvert, extrovert, um, like collective unconscious, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I, another thing I noticed is the 
when we look at today's astrology world, modern astrology has a huge impact from him. I think he, the the, the way he the way he described, like you say, the uh, interval and uh, and extra and also because he he divided the four type of personality: the feeling type, thinking type, you know, um, that that type things, and that has been applied into four elements in the modern astrology, and then. I noticed that just because when I went to discuss the the elements with traditional astrologers' colleague, their view of a four element mm-hmm. are slightly, slightly different. Then I, I realized how we how we modern astrologer um, interpret the elements with Carl Jung's four type things, and that was so interesting. But today we use he as an example because Alejo, because he has a Sun Neptune conjunction that is very very tight. So basically, the Sun is at three degrees Leo, eighteen minutes, and Neptune is at three degrees Taurus, two minutes. This means that you know it's sixteen minutes apart. This yeah. square, it's almost exactly super exactly perfect. Mm-hmm. So it's like very very prominent in his life. And should I interpret or are you going to do some interpretation? Oh yes, please, please, Alejo. Um. So basically, well, actually, the collective unconscious is this is the perhaps the idea. No, he 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 has the sun, which is the light of the sun, and he's able to go deep into the profundities, the depth of the collective unconscious, which is Neptune. Now, Neptune is a square in the sun, and we know this is a challenging aspect, which means that his identity may have felt uh, threatened by all of these images that are coming from the collective unconscious. We said that Neptune dissolves the planet that it's touching, so maybe his sense of identity was dissolving, and indeed, the period in his life in which he started to have a lot of images, he started to have a lot of hallucinations, and he thought he was going crazy. And that's Mm. when he faced, it is called the confrontation of the unconscious, he faced those images, and that's when his whole theory developed, and he wrote a book that has published uh, as the Red Book. And so this is the idea, Neptune squaring the sun was asking, first of all, for the sun to dissolve, which is part of his idea of the individuation process. You know, we need to dissolve in order to find who we really are. So it's mm. part of this. It's a threatening of the ego that we have to go through. And then also the idea of sacrificing. So sacrificing the identity means sacrificing our old identity, sacrificing, you know, the light of consciousness, what we think we are, who we think we are, with the standing leader, in order to go through this process of individuation, right? Yeah. And this is very interesting because when I still remember when the first time one of my friends, uh, Andrew, he introduced me to the Young's uh, Red Book and he showed me all those pictures. I was like, oh my God. And then yeah. I, I have to be honest with you because um, psychology is not my strength. So I always, just like I never re- really go deep, really go deep through it. But uh, I, I, from time to time, I would just like, uh, just uh, check a few things if, if related to Carl Jung, I would go back to, to those books and uh, try to find what I really want and uh, take it out. 
But it is very interesting when I read those 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 texts and the picture. I was just like, uh, how amazing! And uh, that like uh, like uh, when he talking about uh, through the uh, through the unconsciousness, it's like a sailing in the sea or something. I always feel like uh, that is you know that is something very very interesting. And then today we notice this is like kind of I mean. I mean, this is the this his son only have two aspects. Well, I mean, with a uh, with a uh, with Neptune and Chiron, and his Neptune also only have two aspects with the sun and the Chiron. They've been grouped together. You know, this is a kind of a subgroup yes. in his chart, and that is very interesting. But I yes. mean, this this is probably totally has to to take more time to do the research, but. I mean, at this moment, I think for a beginner, that would be a little bit too much. How about we we do a little bit of exercise about choosing another planet's aspect with Neptune? So I would say let's do Neptune conjunct the moon. Ooh. Neptune and the moon together. How do they Ooh. feel? And also Neptune opposite Saturn. Oh, I like it. <laughs> yeah, because... So just I try mean, to think. I mean, and try to go both ways. Sorry, yeah, go on, go on, Rod. Sorry. No, no, no. no. Yeah, I, I think when you, when you, I think because we have this, this uh, communication with the signal problem, so we both slow down. And uh, it's a very interesting <laughs> because while you're talking about the Neptune and the moon, my my ideas are, oh, why not Neptune with the Saturn? And then you immediately go through the Neptune and Saturn. I just like, hey, we still kind of read each other's mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. I would say try to look it from both ways. So like we did now, the sun square Neptune. So the sun struggles to go because it's a square so it has it's a challenge on how to go deep into the into the depths because this is neptune right but then we also said the other way around neptune square the sun so we'd say uh something about the identity is dissolved or is challenged and it's resignified it's magnified by reaching this kind of uh subtle worlds that can only be reached if the boundaries of the self are dissolved uh, so let's do the same thing. Neptune conjunct the moon. How is the moon affecting Neptune? And how is Neptune affecting the moon? Mm. And then Neptune opposite Saturn. What is Saturn doing to Neptune? And what is Neptune doing to Saturn when they are touching each other? Yeah, so I give you one more hint. I'm so kind as I have a Neptune's opposite Saturn. So Alejo used a keyword, dissolve, <laughs> dissolve. So what Neptune dissolved to Saturn? What's what Saturn mm -hmm. can be dissolved? And what moon represents in your life that could be dissolved to, and that would be very interesting. So I notice I slow down because I know that our my Wi-Fi signal is not as good as I used to be. So I have to slow down. So I will not keep like a confusing Alejo when he talking and uh, he has to stop again for me. So, but thank you everyone for watching and listen 10 minutes astrology. Um, we are very delighted to have you to following us. I know we build up from the zero and uh, 
there is a lot of other people doing the similar things. But uh, hey, we dedicate to it, and we continue and bring you some, you know, learning tip and uh, and step by step how to learn the astrology like a pro. I hope you really like, and if you like, please share and please subscribe. And you can follow Alejo on his Instagram. Alejo, your Instagram is. My Instagram is Liminal Cosmos. Yep. So you can follow Alejo on the Instagram at Liminal Cosmos, and you also receive a reading and also consulting, right? Yes, I am also I take patients because I'm a psychologist, and I also do readings. And yeah, yeah, and also don't forget uh, because of this podcast will, will will release on Wednesday and Thursday. Alejo has an interesting. Uh, oh, I forget how to say that word in in, in Spanish. Which bruja or bruja? Bruja. 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 Me. Bruja. Yes. So if you're interested in this, the the, the the workshop is in English. Oh, the workshop is in English. Cool. Just in case. Cool, cool, the cool. Summit yes. is in English, yes. Yeah. So I would now I'm definitely going to register because it's in English and it's week and it's talking about a lot of a secret place. That would be very, very interesting to learn. Okay, thank you, Alejo. And then next week, what are we going to talk about it? We talk, we finish all the all the planet yeah. in the solar system, right? <laughs> ah, no, not really. Come on, we're gonna be talking about Pluto. <laughs> Now they we say they want have... to make it a planet again. I, I read the other day. So I know I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing because the scientists they say the planet, last planet is Neptune. But I'm the old school. Back to my time, we have Pluto as a planet. <laughs> so next week we yeah. can talk about the aspect from the Pluto. See you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye, everyone.